Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. This is Harriet and I will be your reader today, this new week. And um, we have Sunday today, the 19th of November, or the 6th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. This new week we have a new parasha, or portion from the Torah, and it's called Vayetze, and that means he went out. And a scripture reading from the Torah is Genesis, or Bereshit, chapter 28, verses 10 through 22. Before we start reading the scriptures... Please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start from Genesis 28. Then Yaakov left Beersheba and went toward Haran. He happened upon a certain place and spent the night there, for the sun had set. So he took one of the stones from the place and put it by his head and lay down in that place. And he dreamed. All of a sudden there was a stairway set up on the earth and its top reaching to the heavens. And behold, angels of God going up and down on it. Surprisingly, the Lord was standing on top of it, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Avraham, and the God of Yitzchak. The land on which you lie, I will give it to your seed and to you. Your seed will be as the dust of the land, and you will burst forth to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed, and in your seed. Behold, I am with you, and I will watch over you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land, for I will not forsake you until I have done what I promised you. Yaakov woke up from his sleep and said, Undoubtedly, the Lord is in this place, and I was unaware. So he was afraid and said, How fearsome this place is! This is none other than the house of God. This must be the gate of heaven. 
Early in the morning, Yaakov got up and took the stone, which he had placed by his head, and set it up as a memorial stone, and poured oil on top of it. He called the name of that place Bethel, though originally the city's name was Luz. Then Yaakov made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and watch over me on this way that I am going, and provide me food to eat and clothes to wear, and I return in shalom to my father's house, then the Lord will be my God. So this stone which I set up as a memorial stone will become God's house, and of everything you provide me, I will definitely give a tenth of it to you. That was Genesis 28, 10 through 22. Now we have our portion from the prophets and we will read Judges or Shoftim chapter 17. Now there was a man of the hill country of Ephraim whose name was Micah. And he said to his mother, The 1,100 pieces of silver that were taken from you about which you uttered a curse, which you also repeated it, it in my ears. Behold, the silver is with me, I took it. And his mother said, Blessed be my son of the Lord. And he returned the eleven hundred pieces of silver to his mother. And his mother said, I wholly dedicate the silver from my hand to the Lord, for my son to make a graven image and a molten image, now therefore I will return it to you. So when he returned the silver to his mother, his mother took two hundred pieces of silver and gave them to the silversmith, who made it into a graven image and a molten image, and they were kept in the house of Micah. Now the man Micah had a shrine of gods, and he made an ephod and household idols, and consecrated one of his sons to become his priest. In those days there was no king in Israel. Every man did what was right in his own eyes. Now there was a young man from Bethlehem of Yehuda, of the clan of Yehuda, who was a Levite, and he sojourned there. Then the man departed from the town, from Bethlehem of Yehuda, to sojourn wherever he could find a place. And as he journeyed, he arrived to the hill country of Ephraim, to the house of Micah. And Micah said to him, Where do you come from? And he replied to him, I'm a Levite from Bethlehem of Yehuda, and I'm traveling to stay wherever I may find a place. So Micah said to him, Stay with me, and be a father and a priest to me, and I will give you ten pieces of silver a year, and a suit of apparel and your provision. So the Levite went in, and the Levite was content to stay with the man, and the young man became to him as one of his sons. So Micah consecrated the Levite, and the young man became his priest, and lived in the house of Micah. Then Micah said, Now I know that the Lord will do me good, seeing I have a Levite as my priest. That was Judges 17. And now our portion from the writings will be Psalm or Tilim 38. 
psalm of David for a memorial. Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath. For your arrows have sunk deep into me and your hand has pressed down on me. There is no help in my flesh because of your indignation. There is no wholeness in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities are on my head, like a burden too heavy for me. My wounds are foul and festering because of my fe foolishness. I am bent over, bowed down greatly. All day I walk about in mourning. For my heart is filled with burning pain, and there is no health in my body. I am numb and utterly crushed. I groan because of anguish in my heart. My Lord, all my longing is before you, and my sighing is not hidden from you. My heart pounds, my strength fails me, the light of my eyes also not with me. My friends and my companions stay away from my wound, and my kinsmen stand far off. They who seek my life set traps. Those who seek my hurt threaten destruction, uttering lies all day. But I, like someone deaf, hear nothing, like a mute not opening his mouth. Yes, I am like one who cannot hear, whose mouth has no arguments. But I wait for you, Lord. You will answer, O Lord my God. For I said, Don't let them gloat over me, or exalt themselves over me when my foot slips. For I am about to fall, and my pain is before me constantly. So I confess my guilt. I am troubled because of my sin. My lively enemies are numerous. Many hate me wrongfully. Those who repay evil for good oppose me, because I pursue what is good. Do not forsake me, Lord. O oh my God, be far away from me. Hurry to my aid, my Lord, my salvation. That was Psalm, or Telim, 38. Now we have come to our final portion, the Apostolic Writings, and we will read Matthew, Matityahu, chapter 27, verses 32 through 66. As they came out, they found a man from Cyrene, Shimon by name. They forced him into service to carry Yeshua's crossbeam. And when they came to a place called Golgotha, that is to say, place of a skull, they offered him wine mixed with gall to drink. But after tasting, he was unwilling to drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his clothing among themselves by casting lots. And they sat down and kept guard over him there. Over his head they put his charge against him, which read, This is Yeshua, the King of the Jews. Then two outlaws were executed with him, one on the right and one on the left. Those passing by were jeering at him, shaking their heads and saying, You who are going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you are Ben Elohim, 
come down from the stake. Likewise, the ruling Kohanim, along with the Torah scholars and elders, were also mocking him. He saved others, they were saying, but he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the stake, and we'll believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now, if he wants him. For he said, I am Ben Elohim. Even the outlaws who were executed with him were ridiculing him in the same way. Now, from the sixth hour, darkness fell upon all the land until the ninth hour. About the ninth hour, Yeshua cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lema sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? When some of those standing there heard it, they began saying, This man is calling for Eliyahu. Right away one of them ran and took a sponge. He filled it with sour wine and put it on a stick and was offering it to Yeshua to drink. But the rest were saying, Leave him alone. Let's see if Eliyahu comes to save him. And Yeshua cried out again with a loud voice and gave up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was split in two, from top to bottom. And the earth quaked, and rocks were split apart, and the tombs were opened, and many bodies of the Kedoshim, who were sleeping, were raised to life. And coming forth out of the tombs after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. Now the centurion and those with him, keeping guard over Yeshua, when they saw the earthquake, and that was what was happening, they became terribly frightened and said, This really was the Son of God. Many women were there, watching from a distance. They had followed Yeshua from the Galilee, serving him. Among them were Miriam from Magdala, Miriam the mother of Yaakov and Yosef, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. Now when it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Yosef, who had also become a disciple of Yeshua. This man went to Pilate and asked for Yeshua's body. Then Pilate ordered it to be given up. And Yosef took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and he laid it in his own new tomb, which he had cut in the rock. Then he rolled a large stone up to the door of the tomb and went away. Now Miriam from Magdala was there, and the other Miriam sitting opposite the tomb. Now on the next day, which is after the preparation, the ruling Kohanim and Pharisees were gathered before Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember how that deceiver said, while he was still awake, After three days I am to be raised. Therefore order the tomb to be made secure until the third day, so his disciples do not come and steal him away. They will tell the people his risen from the dead, and the last deception will be worse than the first. You have a guard, Pilate said to them. Go, make it as secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure, sealing the stone along with the soldiers of the guard. 
That was Matthew 27:32 through 66. However, if you're reading through the apostolic writings twice this cycle, you will also read Romans chapter 14 today. Romans chapter 14. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray that you will have a blessed new week, a Shavua Tov, and Shalom, and thank you for your prayers and support for the people of God, the land of God, and what is going on here at this time. Shalom, until next time.